Hello and welcome to a special NBA Finals preview edition of Off the Wagon. We are back here with the old Thunder Talk boys, uh, Ford Brannon, uh, who you heard last week, and Jameson Maxwell, fresh off the, the plane from Hawaii. So welcome back, boys. Thank you. Well, I'm going to say this about the last pod. I really enjoy the little dirty, little transition noises that you put in between things. I really enjoy those. I, w- I want to make this like a really choppy podcast so Bobby can just kind of sprinkle in some of those weird transition noises. Oh, yeah. I'm a big, big transition guy. I love the, the little the bongos and whatnot. I'm a big fan of the bongos. We're a big bongo pod. Okay, so <laughs> I, guess, guess, I purposefully didn't say anything there just so we could get a little <laughs> awkward silence where we could get a boop boop boop. By the way, reminder to myself, put in a little boop de boop there. <laughs> okay, cool. Great. Okay, so all right. It's been a while, obviously, since we've all been together talking, and it's been a week since Ford and I talked, but Things significantly changed in the East. Last time, last time we were talking, the Bucks kind of looked like they had control of the series, and well, now they're gone. Mm-hmm. So, how just before we get into this preview, how 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 impressive was that from the Toronto Raptors uh, to go four straight and really take that one in uh, Milwaukee, especially? Yeah, I mean, like not many. You don't see many teams go o two to a 60-win team and rattle off four straight. I think that's happened, I think, four times now. I saw the stat. It was like 92-4. and Like, that was was the record between those odds. And I thought it was super impressive. I mean, to me, Toronto did. I mean, besides game two, Toronto looked like the better team every single game. I mean, game one, they had it in the bag, and they let it go in the last two minutes. I mean, like, Brooke Lopez hit, like, two straight threes you know, uh, Bucks went on AL run. And then uh, even in the double overtime one, I still thought Toronto was going to pull that one off and then get games four, five, and six. They Like Giannis really put the clamps on. I mean, uh, uh, Kawhi really put the clamps on Giannis. He dribbled, made him dribble too much, stopped him, you know, when he was trying to charge in the lane, you know, and do the Euro step and get the foul of the bucket and really shut him down. I think that was the, the biggest factor in rattling off four straight. And, I mean, I thought that overall they looked like the better team. I mean, the, the bench showed up. Van Vliet, Ibaka Gasol, they all had great games. Um, I mean, and and for the Bucks, you know, all great dynasties have to go through adversity. Like, they, I didn't think they were just going to roll straight through the East, you know? Yeah. Jameson, what were you most impressed with? Oh, I'm just going to say this. My God, y'all's pod last time was freezing cold take city. Like, you're like, okay, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. And Bobby said specifically, so we don't have any cold takes. And then y'all talk for like 15 minutes about how the Milwaukee Bucks is going to set up versus the Golden State Warriors. And I'm listening to this yesterday, and I'm just like, ooh, ouch. Ooh, all of these just hurt. Like, we're the only ones. <laughs> yeah, I know it was it was everybody, but it was just I, I listened to it at such a, a perfect time, like the day after the Raptors pull off their four straight. I mean, I was impressed, but one thing coming away from this whole series – is as just a basketball fan, who would you rather cheer for, Toronto or Milwaukee? I had one part of me saying, oh, if Toronto wins in 
Kawhi gets a winning culture in the Toronto Raptors, it would be more opportune as a Thunder fan to see him stay out east in Toronto. But on the other side is Mm -hmm. I absolutely don't want to see the Warriors win. And Milwaukee, I personally think, matches up better because of the whole difference of I just, I just Mark Gasol really gives me a big question mark on how he's going to fit in versus this small ball lineup that the Warriors are going to play in Draymond Green. Dray, yeah. I just I really think Draymond Green is going to roast Gasol because Gasol is not the same defensive player of the year that he used to be. He's a mm-hmm. slow foot and he's starting to look more and more like young Gasol, which is funny because young Gasol he had a stage of extremely overweight as a basketball player. <laughs> then he lost a bunch of weight and got really good at defense, and now he's getting older and he's getting back into chunky Gasol stage. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy because maybe Kawhi likes what he sees around him, and you, it's going to be hard to kind of rebuild into something that makes you an NBA Finals contender. But at the same time, I really don't think they match up as well as the Milwaukee Bucks would have. Yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the things I've always said about Durant is that he's a type of guy who – was an absolute game-breaker for the Warriors. I kind of saw Giannis as that same type of guy. Um, and even though even though Kawhi is a very lengthy type of – very lengthy player, can definitely uh, guard multiple, uh, multiple positions down low, he's not really a stretch for at all. So I don't really – I'm interested to see how he's going to play against some of those guys like Durant and Draymond. And it's going to be interesting because yeah. this is definitely a way different team. Giannis – I mean, uh, uh, Kawhi really exposed – Giannis is a little bit one-dimensional paint game. I mean, because he clearly doesn't have a reliable jump shot. Mm-hmm. They played like a I zone mean, almost yeah. versus them. If, I don't know if y'all noticed this. It's like they packed the paint and like almost did like a similar kind of thing that happened with Westbrook, where they kind of just dared Giannis to, to drive. And that's just crazy to think of like, hey, come to the paint, and we're all going to be here waiting for you. But it's yeah, open, you know? Yeah, you'd have Kawhi and Siakam right there. Uh-huh. And Siakam is so lengthy, and so is Kawhi, mm-hmm. and it's just those are two great defenders. And it, Giannis isn't experienced enough to kind of stop himself from doing that because he, all he knows mm-hmm. is to overpower people with his length. And whenever you go against mm-hmm. these two, those two kind of guys, it's, it's extremely mentally tough to hold yourself back. And he couldn't hit a free throw worth jack shit. Yeah, it was that was poor. huge too. Yeah, he went down about... 15 20 percent from one he's like a 73 i think percent shooter and he was down like in the 60s yeah it was was definitely rough i think toronto making the finals is great for the league i mean one it's not Cavs warriors part five thank jesus christ but (laughs) i mean i mean having you know the first canadian international team i mean make the finals i mean it was i mean toronto has a great fan base i mean you could just see how excited they were and watching watching toronto you know rattle off four straight was eerily similar to the Thunder 2012 when we did the same thing versus the Spurs and how excited, you know, the crowd was and how the players, you know, it's so new to them, you know, for this franchise who's never made it that far before. It was really good to see. Yeah, it was cool to see the whole Jurassic Park thing, but it definitely gave me some more good old, good old warm memories of, uh, of um, Thunder Alley back in its prime. You know, back when they uh, the really packed it up. Yeah. The, no, 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 no. Someone got shot in Bricktown like four miles away. Yeah. Like, well, it's Thunder Alley's fault. The, well, the pregnant lady got trampled in that. She got kicked. Like, she got kicked. Yeah. That, I don't remember that. Yeah, dude. That was why they, because there was a whole like stampede when the gunshots rang off. Oh, yeah. That's okay. I remember now. Yeah. That was, that was, 
That was a uh, that was a tough one. Tough right, this there. one went dark. Let's transition. <laughs> Great game though. I believe that was right after that. Uh, that was actually right after Kobe's last ever playoff game. Oh man, I was stuck in the parking garage forever. Oh yeah, that was the one with that that great Westbrook shot where he kind of like tossed it up and it went in. And that's been all over social media. Oh yeah, Uh, that that's I'd much rather have that game all over social media than the one that's been going off all over today. So yeah. Anyways, Um, moving on back to the uh, finals preview here. So this obviously has pretty one of the more interesting things about this series are. Actually, two players who haven't really done a ton due to their health in this uh, playoff run for the Warriors. Uh, obviously, Draymond and – or not Draymond, sorry. DeMarcus Cousins and Kevin Durant both have been out. Um, Draymond – or why do we keep saying Draymond? Uh, DeMarcus Cousins is listed as questionable uh, with Durant out for game one. So I got to ask you this. This is obviously a, a first-take question that I'm sure everyone's been asking, but – if you're the Warriors, do you just kind of tell, you know, very, do you tell uh, Marcus Cousins, like, hey, just kind of chill out, don't come back, I think we're good without you, or do you just say more the merrier and try to figure it no. out? No, they, <laughs> they would not do that. <laughs> yeah. why, would they, why would they tell DeMarcus Cousins, oh, you don't need to come back, you're, you're fine. It's, yeah, he's going to come back when he's ready. But, like, the whole thing is with – the injury question marks and if, if they're playing, if they're not, KD's traveling with the team to Toronto for game one. And whenever you've already been ruled out at this point, this far away from the game, that means that your health really isn't too optimistic right now. And whenever you travel with the team, it's either like, you know, okay, I have a chance to come back and I can play in game two because I'm pretty close. Or it's, I think I'm not going to make it for this series or make it for this um, um, away stand, and but I'm just going to come and see. But he's not staying back to recover. There's something weird going on here, and I'm really not sure what it is. And I'm starting to lean that I think KD's out for this whole series, and we're not going to see him in the finals at all. I, I'm kind of feeling like he's not going to – I mean, obviously he's not playing game one. But if, if uh, Golden State goes down 0-2, then he'll play game three, I think. Because I mean, it, I mean, the, if KD doesn't play this whole series, though, this is going to be close. I think a lot of people are underestimating Toronto. These guys are not the Blazers. These guys can play ball. I mean, they beat Golden State twice in, uh, in the middle of the year. One was a whole uh, healthy roster. The other one didn't have uh, Steph Curry. But I know uh, Kevin Durant's record uh, without Steph Curry is pretty bad. He did drop a double nickel in that game too. But uh, I'm, I'm just saying, like. This is going to be a close series if Kevin Durant doesn't play. If he does play in game three and they go down 0-2, I could see the Warriors rattling off four straight. It's going to be interesting. These these first two games in Toronto, uh, because if you don't know, if you haven't found out by now, the Raptors actually have home court advantage by the virtue of one game uh, over the Warriors. So these two two games are very important for for the Raptors. And... If you look at the track record, Toronto has had absolutely abysmal uh, records in Game One That's uh, in playoff history. They are three and fifteen all time in Game Ones, and even worse against the spread like, somehow. Like how did how do you even let that happen? Like that's a stat that I don't think will ever be broken. Like they're abysmal in Game One. Just it, it's 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 remarkable, and it's uh, it, it's something that. Yeah. 
the Raptors really cannot squander this advantage they have. They they got to at least well, uh, this is uh, just an obvious take. They got to at least split. Yeah. I feel like it's not fair though. Whenever you bring in a lot of hits, like oh, the Raptors are what three and what is it, twelve or fifteen in game ones. I mean, this is a new head coach in Nick Nurse, and this is a new culture in Kawhi Leonard. Right. This is a completely different team to what we know as the Raptors or what we growing up. Whenever it's whether it's been the Vince Carter era or the Demar Derozan era, I mean, this is a completely different culture of team. And the way that they have all this momentum right now, it's not like they're going to come into this game just like with laying an egg, you know, like they're going to come in yeah. fired up. Like this is going to be a fun game one, whether it be, they're going to come out with intensity. Even if they do get blown out, you can tell that Toronto is not going to lay an egg in this game. It's For just going to sure. be more of golden state over like outplays them, you know? Yeah. Well, there, I mean, yeah. well Toronto's yeah. also one. It, they're one and two in game ones in this playoff series alone. I mean, they, they went out. I, I don't think they'll lay an egg, but I'm, I am concerned that the stage might be a bit too much for them. And that's why they're really going to need Kawhi Leonard to kind of carry the day for him, honestly. Well, yeah. he's, he's been there. We don't, we don't know that, I mean, exactly. I mean, this is, I mean, trading in Kawhi Leonard for DeMar DeRozan and Danny Green really, really changed that culture shift of, the, of that organization. And Jameson's right. This is a completely different team, although they, they did lay an egg in game one versus uh, uh, the Magic. So, I mean, <laughs> there is still that. But and and, uh, and that was at home, uh, I guess the one versus the Bucks. But I I can see this being kind of like um, a, a thunder. I mean, I, I'm drawing a lot of similarities to the 2012 Finals, where they can maybe you know, storm back, you know, versus uh, an injury riddle Golden State in one game one, and then Golden State wins like five straight. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So here, here's the question. What do you guys think is the biggest advantage the Raptors have on Golden State going into the series? If they have any Leonard, advantage. who's the finals MVP, and yep. Danny Green, who's the champion. See, well, see and I kind of think well, that the, the, I think the biggest thing, thing the Raptors have is insanely good depth. I think that I think they're a team yeah. that that can really pull a lot of strength into their bench, and that's huge against the Warriors who. If you, you know, if you get caught sleeping, they rattle off, you know, 18 straight and then you're down five. You know, they yeah. they're they're known for striking, you know, when when the, when other teams are weak. And I think that's something that really hurt the Blazers is the fact that they really I mean, they, they couldn't really do much unless CJ McCollum, Lillard or randomly Myers Leonard went off. But uh, I also think you can't count, although I mean, you hit it on the nose that Toronto has great depth. You can't count the word. I mean, look at games three and four in Portland. Those were scrubs who stepped up in that game. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, it's Portland versus Toronto, but I'm just saying. I, I, I think it's I think we gotta go back to what you said forward first. It's like this the big thing going for Toronto is their guy, their leader, who's playing like the best player in the NBA right now. If you take this playoffs as a little microcosm, he is playing like the best player in the NBA. I'm not saying he is the best player in the NBA, but he is. And he also is an experienced guy who's dealt with adversity and has gone through the finals, won it, and played really well in the finals. And now you got to say is that that is a good thing to have going away, but that's not some kind of like linchpin that's going to like 
push you over the edge towards a win. That's not going to be the reason they win this series. The reason they win this series is if they get good performances from all their role players and they play stout mm-hmm. defense. Defense yep. probably being the absolute most important because that's what put them over the edge of the best record team in the NBA in Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. yep. You nailed that one. And I also think another clear advantage is no Kevin Durant. <laughs> I mean, because Kevin Durant is also a two-time finals MVP. So, Yes, I, I agree. So I feel like there's a lot of people that are out there saying, like, is it an advantage that Katie's hurt or is the team better without Kevin Durant? And it's a bunch no. of baloney. They are not as good with Kevin Durant, but it's the whole need versus want thing. Do they need Kevin Durant? No, they do not need Kevin Durant. Do they want Kevin Durant? Absolutely you want Kevin Durant. Of There's course, no Kevin Durant makes them unbeatable. Yeah. Okay. I mean, how could you ever look at any team in any situation in history and say that they'd be worse off with Kevin Durant on that team? You'd just be an idiot. I mean, I think I think Durant unlocks a lot of things for Golden State if they can get him back. Um especially against this Raptors team because it's just another it's just it, it stretches that defense even thinner it, 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 because frankly that's one of the things that that defense excelled at has, has really excelled at is just once once you kind of you know break it down simply into focusing on specific guys and just you know swarming you and overwhelming you then it's I mean it's 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 ball game mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I think it's going to be. I, I think it's it's something that if if you're a Warrior fan, you you really you're really wanting Durant back as soon as you can, and well, you're hoping you're hoping that he comes back for Game Two if that's even possible. I doubt it, but yeah, I I I, look, I, I see it both ways. I see I see it two ways. I see if Golden State ends up going down like O two, or or if they just lose the series flat without Kevin Durant. I think that could spell trouble for the league because Kevin Durant could be like, see, I told you you guys couldn't win without me, and then he re-signs with Golden State. I mean, that could be the worst-case scenario, which I could see playing out. But I could also see um, Kevin Durant wanting to prove it in the middle of the series, like if they go down 0-2 and he comes back and plays the rest of the series, and then they end up winning, and then he bounces. Thanks. Yeah, I think it's kind of a fun thing to talk about how like the Kevin Durant – future is really dependent on what happens in the finals but I think that's just kind of just something to talk about I still think to this day he's made his decision months and months ago of where he's going um you see you hear the reports that he's actively been recruiting people for the New York Knicks um while he's been hurt I mean that just is kind of random I I feel like that wouldn't come just out of thin air I the 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 motive that whenever he left OKC that he kind of just did it as spur of the moment, and all the things just culminated, and he picked it right at the end. I believe that. But I definitely believe that he knew going into this season, and like maybe a fourth through the season, right around that Draymond nonsense, he knew he was leaving. And I just I don't think there's really much that can change it, even if it goes down to the point where they lose, and they said, oh, we did need you, KD. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think I think he, him and Rich Kleiman have basically figured out they're going to New York, because that's what's best for his brand. And I think you, I, I don't think you'd be happier there because I mean the media scrutiny is going to be insane. No. Oh my yeah, that's, god, they would wreck him. It's it's going to be a disaster. Like if he doesn't, if he if if he, if he doesn't play well, like in the first three games, he's already going to just immediately start getting yeah. crucified. 
And that's, I think that's a bad spot for him, but I think he's, I, I think he's so enticed with the idea that if he can lead the Knicks to real success, like an NBA title, uh, Eastern Conference title sort of thing, then that will like completely repair this idea that he's some sort of front runner. Uh-huh. And I guess I launch him in like the, the top 10 players of all time like conversation. Yeah. And I, I honestly mm-hmm. do think if we got more years of, not solo Durant, but Durant and someone else like a Westbrook, then I think he, I think he easily would be a top ten type of guy that we're talking about. He's yeah. one of the best gifted scorers in the world we've ever seen. And, and if he thinks he's all that and what he is and what he says to the media, which most people who have a good knowledge of the NBA would agree with him, um, then he should be able to take the Knicks to the Eastern Conference Finals. Look what um, Kawhi just did with the Raptors. I mean, mm-hmm. and this is. And also, we're presuming that if he goes to the Knicks, he's going to have two other superstars with him that are coming, which is going to make his road even easier to get there. So this whole Kawhi going in and say if the Raptors do win and they said, oh, we really did need you, KD, another counterargument to that would be like, oh, but look what Kawhi did in the East. It's so easy. No, I want to go over there because I get the best of both worlds. I can lead my Mm -hmm. own team there. And it's an easy track where he went out there with his number two player, the best, second best player on the Toronto Raptors. Arguably, what I think is Pascal Siakam, and he can get a guy like Kimball Walker out there and possibly an Anthony Davis as well. That's going to be a cakewalk for him. And then mm-hmm. he also gets the, oh, this is my team now. Yeah. Is Siakam a free agent? No, no. I think he's got a couple more years. Okay. No. I was about to say, that's that would be – I mean, that would, no, that would make things the brilliant. East, I, yeah. The East would be harder, I feel like, if Kevin Durant – I think the, that would that would tip the East as the as – the, uh, Tougher conference. If no. Kevin Durant, like another school, hear me out. You got the Bucks. If Kawhi stays with Toronto, you got the Raptors. You got Philly. You got the Knicks. You got Brooklyn coming up. You got a healthy Victor Oladipo in Indiana. I mean that that's a that's a to that top six seed. It'll be more evened out. I would agree with you there. It's, it's, I feel like the more argument with that there is like how is Houston gonna kind of re-go at it next next year i mean you'd think that they'd keep it the same and try again but i you never know with maury like maury could completely like trade chris paul and then like try everything new you know i mean like who, who knows i well, think the they're warriors gonna, they're gonna have to get rid of back. yeah uh, yeah because so, i mean look for look how you did this year you know with with the warrior i mean I'm just like if the Warriors pull. I mean, that was the only thing stopping that train, you know. So I mean, once that that's out of the out of the tracks, then you have a then you have a pathway. So I think you run it back. But it's it'll be interesting because it's it's something where, I mean, honestly, the Rockets did kind of fall apart at the end, and you could definitely you could tell that. And there have been a lot of stories about the amount of dissension in the locker yeah. room between Chris Paul and and Harden, and it's. It's another year older for Chris Paul. Uh, I, I saw Ball do some work in the playoffs. My man Kobe Bryant said it. Well, I mean, it it was it, it wasn't even ISO Ball that was the issue. It was the fact that they just it, it's it's almost like they had this opportunity. It was it was right there, and they just kind of they just kind of panicked. Uh, the, the fact that they had they had Chris Paul, you know, taking those type of shots, taking the ball out of Harden's hand was absolutely ridiculous. Completely lost in that series. Mm-hmm. 
there's going to be moves with Maury. There's no doubt about it. And it's going to shake up the Rockets. I don't know if it'll put them back a little bit or freeing up that contract and Chris Ball is going to help them at all. And maybe they can get some kind of good asset from that. Maybe they could trade Chris Ball to the Lakers um, and then get back a draft pick for it. I mean, this you never know. Chris Paul finally going to the Lakers, man. That would be uh, – David Stern would have to swoop in from the rafters be like, all right, we're not doing this again. Uh, just kidding. Um, when I said run it back, I meant just like Chris Paul, Harden, and Capella. Yes, like, yeah, I, they're going to make moves within like the bench, you know, and stuff like that. But I didn't mean like yeah. trade Chris Paul hastily for like a younger – well, I don't know. I guess maybe. I mean, I've heard rumors of like Ben Simmons for Chris Paul trade. Would you guys do that? I don't. I don't like either of them. I would trade Simmons in a heartbeat, but not for you know decrepit ass Chris Paul. You know, on, a, on an awful contract. Yeah, that would yeah. be terrible. That'd be terrible. I think but both I, their teams should just keep them because, like, it's not going to really make too much of a difference between if you have Chris Paul or Ben Simmons on your team. Yeah. You got to trust that Ben Simmons is going to develop that jump shot. I mean, that has to be his number one priority this year. And but then again, I thought the same thing if Andre Roberson was going to fix his free throw shooting, but that didn't happen either. I, I'm just saying, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons hasn't like developed even a res, even a resemblance of a jump shot. Why do we expect him to do it now? He never will. Never well, will. Because this is like his third year in the league. It doesn't matter. It's all oh up God. in between his ears. Go look at his high school mixtape, and you see how he's making all these shots. He's got a clean jumper. It looks good. And now he's at that point where he shoots it one time, one time, and then he's on every single social media and people are laughing at him. Even if it's just an off, like, the back iron shot. But like, oh, Ben Simmons shoots a three, you know? Like, like this dude's a head case. And he's also, also, it's completely between his head because he's always in the news with, like, stuff with Kendall Jenner. This guy is way they too— They broke up. <laughs> and, but but I, what I'm saying is, like, he cares too much about what people think of him to develop a jump shot. He's going to stick to what he's doing. And he's getting good enough, and I really do think it's worth it for him to deal with all the stress of developing a jump shot and dealing with all of the turmoil that comes after it. Well, I mean, that, that guy just I, – I agree. I definitely think it is mental at this point because, um, I mean, he was launching threes at LSU. Uh, I remember him – you know, it wasn't very great. He wasn't really great at them, but at least he was taking those shots. The type of guy, The type of guy we saw – uh, ben Simmons against against OU, like the biggest issues he had in that year in 2016 were he just wouldn't take the ball himself and be the man. And that's, I mean, that's that's the biggest issue. You got guys on, like you said, on Twitter clowning him for the uh, triple single. You know, I, I mean, it it's just, it's it's disappointing to see a guy who so clearly has the ability to be an absolute star just not do it. Remember when Colin Cowherd put him as number his fifth best player in the league? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a clown! It was, was like uh, it was like over Russ, over Kyrie, you know, all these other players. Uh, yeah, over Embiid too. I mean, that's just I don't know. That's just bad. Anyways, um, kind of we kind of went off the we kind of went uh, off the trail there. Uh, let's let's um. Let's jump back on to some final stock. Okay, so before we, I don't know, before we move on, uh, I'm trying to think this is kind of a cut and dry series, I feel like, because it, it, we, we really, I, I just, it, it, so much depends on Durant coming back. 
mm-hmm. that it, it, it's hard to it's hard to preview this series because you know it, it, we we it's cut and dry in the sense we need that Durant comes back I think Warriors win Durant doesn't come back it's a tough series. Well, yeah, I mean for sure. I mean if Durant comes back, I think Golden State wins in six. Um, I think if I think if he stays out the whole series, Raptors. This is a legit chance, and I don't think they're going to fold under pressure. Like this is a legit chance that they can un- that they can take down the Warriors dynasty. I mean that's a tall order because that's a big giant to hit the sleigh. But I mean I really think that they got a shot. Um, I mean, of course, it's going to depend on, you know, Van Fleet staying hot. Maybe not this scorching hot, you know. You're shooting like 80% from three. But you got you to depend. It's got, I mean, like, like we said earlier, it's going to depend on these role players on the bench having it. Um, you got you got to show your depth. Like Van Fleet, Ibaka, Gasol, Siakam, Danny Green has to start hitting shots. Uh, Norman Powell, um, hell, even Jeremy Lin. Uh, I mean, Y'all got. I mean, they they really got to showcase their depth, and they got to clamp down on defense. Uh, I mean, but for all teams to win a championship, you know, you you have to have that. Like, you have to have players who get randomly hot at times. Um, do I think it's going to happen? No, I think they're going to cool down, but it's definitely going to be a tough series. It's going to be close. Each game is going to be very competitive. I do. I think that as well. But Warriors have this uncanny ability of winning close games been there done that and getting the stuff done um i just this whole the whole narrative of like oh if they get katie back and they get demarcus cousins back it'll change the narrative of the series i i really don't think this warriors team changes that much when it comes down to the grand scheme of things of like what's going to be the result of this series depending on who they have i think if you have clay steph draymond you've got a chance to win the series in five and i understand yeah and i understand that this series five would be in toronto but doesn't it just seem so fitting for Toronto and Drake just to like lose it in front of them? It's just it just, it just makes sense. Like Golden State's not a team that cares about finishing off their home court anymore. They they've done this plenty of times. They don't like they want to get it done and done as quick as possible. And a team where Kawhi Leonard is doing things absolutely freakishly amazing on the offensive end, and he's honestly their superhero. What would happen if? Kawhi got a really good defender on him and didn't have a good couple of games. <laughs> they don't win. There's there's no ops. There's no there's no option in this series where if Kawhi doesn't do well, the Raptors still win. Zero chance. Yeah. Zero possibility. So you want to have a series where you have Kawhi Leonard do great in four games and the Warriors do bad. Not taking it. I got Warriors in five. I mean, I think I think um, that like even if Kawhi is a bad game. Toronto's that deep to where they can take they can keep it close. Nah, I mean, but then bro. again, you got the threat of Stephen Curry no. and Clay Thompson, you know, hitting unreal shots. I mean, but I think either way, if Kevin Durant doesn't come back or he comes back, this is going to be Golden State in six. I think either way. Yeah, I I gotta agree with Jameson here. I think it's going to be Golden State in five. Um, it's just going to be too much off too much firepower, and I don't I don't really see there being. And I don't really see a guy like Pascal Siakam or Kyle Lowry, you know, being able to go off in order to supplant a bad, uh, a bad Kawhi game. So, yeah, give me dubs and five. Um, quick little, quick little question here: Who's going to be the unsung hero of this series? So, unsung hero. 
So like unsung, unsung. So like a you know like a like a role player who kind of comes out of nowhere and makes his mark. We'll call it the uh, it's like 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 the Robert Ori Award. I would say Sean Livingston. No, Sean Livingston's doo doo. He's like the yeah. biggest doo doo on the Warriors. Living Livingston's He's not. I okay. We can agree to disagree. I think that uh, the hero of the series will be Draymond Green, but the unsung hero. Well, that, okay. I I'm, I'm saying the unsung hero is different than the hero. I think the unsung hero is going to be like, I don't know. There's going to be one dude who has, there's going to be one guy who has one big game in one of the games. I I, I think it's, it's going to be, the Warriors are going to win not because of their role players. It's just because they're too good. Their role players will have average games. You see, like, oh, I'll go with like Kevon Looney. How about that? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was, I was kind of leading Kevon Looney too. I just see him having a weird, just having a weird game as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, he kind of, he kind of fits in that kind of, kind of space where i could see him go off a little bit just being just by being the guy who's open and yeah i, I mean know. when i said sean Livingston, i meant like he's gonna hold down the bench i didn't say he's gonna go off for like 30 or something like that but um i, I could also see andre Godala really putting putting um, a great defensive performance on Kawhi leonard yeah not the and whole series maybe like Kawhi's gonna go off for you know two games but you know, you can hold him down. Now, finals MVP, who are you predicting there? Draymond Green. I'm going with Draymond as well. I'm going to go Stephen Curry. Literally, just he's he's never got a finals MVP yet. And I think I think Draymond probably will get robbed of it because I think he fits in very well with this uh, matchup. But I think I think Curry has enough crazy performances to um to, to get to, to give him the win for once, I think I think with, without Durant there, there's a huge opportunity, and I think he takes it, uh, even though he's been kind of kind of garbage in in uh, in finals. Mm-hmm. I, I think Draymond needs this more than Steph, and I know it's so crazy to think of like they're gonna try harder in a certain series. The certain it's the NBA finals; they should try their hardest. But there's this extra little push i feel like in draymond because he knows kd is leaving and he needs to cement his spot saying hey warriors give me that max contract i deserve that max i just won the nba finals mvp you know if steph wins it mm-hmm. what steph steph still got a super max you know like he's just gonna go out and play his game yeah oh for, do sure, you think, for sure do you think let's just say draymond green does play fantastic and gets the finals mvp does that hurt stephen curry's legacy at all what that he has never well, no well, i'm not saying i'm not destroys it but i'm just saying never won a finals mvp i mean people say this guy's a top 20 player of all time and this is a golden opportunity for him he is I a top player he is a top player 20 of all time because he's the greatest shooter that we've ever seen in the nba in nba history without a doubt he's already in the top 20 I, I, mean, like, I mean that's kind of i mean this is literally handing it on a silver platter and if he doesn't take it i mean i don't know i think it's I mean, kind of just, foolish to say that he didn't do as well in the series as maybe another guy went crazy, to therefore he isn't as good of a player. I mean, this is a possible five-game series compared to how many games has he played in the season 100, you know? I mean, a little under 100. Uh, I just think that's a little foolish to say. Yeah, I just... I also think that finals MVPs are probably probably lower on the list of like huge career making accolades. I think they're important, but I don't think they're anywhere close to like a real, like the you know, regular season MVP or 
I mean, what, what Curry's done, like, there aren't awards for because nobody's ever thought of them before. I mean, he's, he, his significance to the game of basketball is, is so insane that no one's going to be like, yeah, you know what? He never won an MVP, though, in the finals. That's, that's just... Well, I just... No. I, I meant that... I'm not, I, I didn't say it's going to destroy his legacy, but no, it just kind of cements that fact that he never really showed up and to his max ability in the biggest of stages. But he has. It's just other people have as well because they've got a, such a great team. I said max ability, like dropping 40, you know, bomb, dropping eight threes in a game. Like, well, I mean, he has, like, he has had those performances, but let's look at the previous ones. It's Andre Iguodala for locking down LeBron and, and scoring pretty well. and then He did not two, lock down LeBron that hard. LeBron, he, people thought that LeBron should have gotten the finals MVP that year. I mean, his, his effort on LeBron on defense definitely helped them a ton in 2015. I mean, that's, that was one of the key points of that series. Mm. Um, and then you have two Kevin Durant performances, which the guy just went off because, I mean, it's Kevin Durant, you know, on a playground, basically. Did whatever he wanted. So... I don't. I don't think it's necessarily Curry's fault. It's just, you know, when you have all your weapons and you're in an NBA Finals, you go with the big gun, and that's Kevin Durant, who's one of the best players of all time. Mm-hmm. That's it, it. It's it really goes to show like what the Warriors organization is with how they are, you know, how they focus on team first. That's why a guy like Curry, like, I don't know. That's that's why he hasn't really won it because he's never been. I don't know. He's never had to do that. He's never had to take over. He's never had to drop 40 a game. But I could see him just doing it for fun this time. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. Steph's definitely my number two pick. I just, I've just got this feeling with Draymond's got this extra gear in him. Um, if it wasn't for that, I feel like Steph would be the clear choice. Yeah. That's, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I do agree that it's probably one or the other. Uh, Any chance Clay Thompson goes off? Also a very good option. I mean, we always forget to talk about Klay Thompson and how great he does. Um, I, I feel like if Klay Thompson got time guarding Kawhi Leonard and he did really well on him, then maybe you could definitely talk to it because we really underappreciate how great of a t- defender Klay Thompson is. That's why yeah. it's really kind of mm-hmm. sad to not see him on the third NBA All-Team because this man is your one of your best offensive players in the league. And also, you can put him on the best player on the other team, too. It's mm-hmm. very, very underappreciated two-way player. Who's a better Honestly, two-way player, Clay or, uh, Clay or, or Kawhi? Kawhi. Kawhi, Kawhi. definitely. Kawhi. Oh, yeah. I, I got to go, go Kawhi, but I think it's a lot closer than people think. I, think, I agree. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think the fact that Kawhi is such a freak, you know, just a freak specimen of an athlete, you know, with you know his, his wingspan uh, and obviously yeah. the... Very famous hands of his, the the, the claw. The, I mean, they call him that for a reason. I think that that just probably takes him over the top. But yeah. It, it's, it's a, it's, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a toss up. It's a toss up, probably. But all right, uh, hmm. anything else we need to talk about in this final series before we kind of wrap up? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited y'all, to see. Y- y'all think this is five games? Yep. Yep. Five. I'm thinking six. I'm thinking six either way. Kevin Durant comes back or he stays absent the whole place, the whole series. I think it's six. I think this, this Raptors team is, is that good and completely different from years past that they're, they're going to at least pull out two games. 
I mean, if the Raptors won the first game, I'd say Warriors in six. But, I mean, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that because I think that, I mean, that that, that first game is, it's pivotal. I think it's, um, it's probably more pivotal than game two, I would have to say. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, you could, you could, the, the momentum could switch either way. I mean, if you lose, if you drop game one, that's pretty fucking demoralizing. You have all this hype, you know, and the Warriors are injury riddled and you drop game one. I mean, that's pretty demoralizing. But then game two, Golden State could, you know, I mean, you're super hyped from game one. I mean, you think you go in with momentum for game two and then Golden State just snatches that right from you and then you're headed straight back to Oakland, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, I, I I'm just happy that there's not that crappy two three two setup anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been really frustrating, especially with the Warriors being the lesser of the seed here. But I mean, for everyone that wants to watch the game, it's at eight o'clock central. I probably will not be. I'd rather be watching the Scripps National Spelling Bee that comes starts at seven thirty mm-hmm. on ESPN. Also, our girls OU softball eight thirty. Um, so very very big conflicts. Yeah, this is this is the type of uh, they'll be the type of night to check out the multiple TVs. Probably, yes. probably not for the spelling bee on my end, but um, I'm, I'm kidding about the spelling bee. Yeah. Oh, no, don't no, don't forget end. the poker tournament on ESPNU. Oh, true, always. <laughs> it'll, yes. it'll re-air at like three thirty in the morning, so it's fine <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no OU softball. That'll be that'll be pretty fun. You know, OU little OU softball segment. They're still good. In, Ooh, in, seg- I wanna add, in segment, I would like to add one more thing here. So, if Golden State wins, which I mean they will, but I have to throw the if in there. Does Kawhi stay or go? Uh, I let's, also, let's say it's six games. Let's say it's you know fairly competitive. I also think that Kawhi also knows exactly what he is doing already. I can kind of sense that as well. The I think question- he's already got a ring. We really just yeah. need, really the only the only person whose opinion matters on this situation apparently is just Uncle Dennis, uh, because he he just Screw wants him in L.A. Yeah, Uncle, Uncle Dennis I mean, is that that's just such a frustrating situation because Toronto has done everything they could possibly do to earn a guy like Kawhi. Like they, if they miss out on Kawhi, I really hope they get someone pretty good in free agency. Honestly, because that that just yeah. it would be it would be just really crappy for Toronto to lose out on Kawhi and then not get anything in, ter- in return. I mean, Toronto's basically, they, I think they've done a better job than Oklahoma City when trying to, uh, rec- or I guess, maintain Paul George. Of course I they guess, have. In terms of winning. I mean, otherwise, I mean, Oklahoma City recruited Paul George in many other ways, but I mean, Toronto's done a very, very good job for that. And it would just be awful and just devastating for that franchise if they lost him after all the work they put in. But you guys really think that, if they, you, let's just say they win. Do you think he? St- you still think he goes if they win? I mean, okay. So just, just these are these are people. We also got to think about that. Whenever you are a person, you typically like to plan your life. Not a lot of people just kind of last um, second do things that are very, very big towards their like future. Like, like you don't say like, 
oh man, I'll figure it out whenever I get there if I'm going to go sign a $40 million contract somewhere or decide to go somewhere for 33. Now, that's a, that's a huge life decision. That's constant. It's your job. You're constantly thinking about it. And whenever you do that 24-7, 365, you're going to come up with a decision at some point. It's not going to come down to the very end. It's not a wait and see. I'm not buying in on that. Yeah, I, mm. I, I mean, I think, I think the NBA Finals obviously matter, but in terms of making that decision, but I don't think it's an end all be all. I, I, it's there's so many factors involved that you know, the outcome of a of one series probably, probably is not going to change his opinion on it, on what he's yeah. doing. Yeah, I mean, like Kawhi has said multiple times that all he wants to do is win. You know, he's like they ask, they keep asking about free agency. He goes, "No, I have a chance for a championship. Like all I want to do is win and focus on these games." So, I mean. Toronto's clearly proven that they are a team that can win a champion. They're a championship contender. But as um, as Toronto proven it, or is Kawhi proven that he is a guy that can take a team to the championship? You got to look at because well, I mean, there, there's a Toronto has had some good things. When you, they had a couple games where Kyle Lowry's done well, and a couple games that Pascal Siakam did. But if Kawhi's not there, they would be out. You could argue they could be out in against Orlando. You know, like Kawhi is done like. The, the carrying to that of LeBron James did with the Cleveland Cavaliers is yep. almost it's almost similar to it. And if he goes to a got a place like the Clippers, who has it's like the greener pasture has everything. It has where he's home, and they have young role players, and they have max slots. They got future draft picks. Like if okay, he thinks put- he's the guy and he believes in himself. He can go to Clippers and still make it there and still take the team to the finals, just like he did in Toronto. Yeah. I mean, I was like, it's the same thing. I mean, he'll carry that Clippers team. You take him off the Clippers, they're not championship contenders, you know? Um, Well, yeah, but then he also gets to be at home as well. It depends on how confident is he in himself. And after this playoffs, the dude's got to be so confident in himself, the way he's hitting game-time win and game-ending shots and, like, Come on, like he's not saying, "Oh, thank God I'm in Toronto with Kyle mm-hmm. Lowry and Marcus and Siakam, or else I wouldn't be making it to the NBA Finals." And he goes, "Nah, man, I'm such a huge part in this team. If they didn't have me, I'd be they'd be done." You know, come on. Yeah, I can, and I think, and I think the that. biggest thing, I think the biggest thing about Kawhi here is it's like, oh, he's he's out of the Popovich system, so now you're now you can't even say that about Kawhi anymore. Of oh well, it was probably you know Popovich helped him probably more than anything. Kawhi's just a just a stone cold killer now. That guy is that guy is an all time great in the and like he 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 definitely has a uh, is trending upwards with a bullet right there. He's I mean you think on, Durant, the guy's yeah, yeah yeah I mean you're, y'all y'all are hitting. I mean I see your point, Jameson. Um, you got do you guys think that Durant's uh, free agency decision will impact Kawhi's? Like let's say Kevin Durant's wow. the first one out the gate and he goes to New York. Which is in the East. If you're Kawhi, you're like, well, Warriors Dynasty is blowing up. I'll just head out to the Clippers, you know, and so I can take my team to the finals instead of having to go through these juggernauts in the East. I don't I think, think he cares. The only chance that it would impact, like I said, he like I agree with you, Bobby. Doesn't care. The only chance is if Katie gets some kind of like feeling he wants to go to the Clippers, and Kawhi would be like, oh, come on, you stole my spot, you know, like, oh, fine, I'll stay in Toronto. Like I think Kawhi wants the Clippers and Clippers only. And uh, yeah. and I mm-hmm. feel like it's the Clippers got away. Who do they want more, KD or um, Kawhi? In that situation, if they, they do both want it, you know. Yeah, that's 
I mean, that's, that's no, going to be interesting. Take? I would. KD. Yeah, you got to go Durant. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, still, like, turning down Kawhi after the season he had, he's had at his age. I think KD would want to play with Kawhi, but Kawhi doesn't really want to play with KD. So that's your problem there. Yeah, yeah. I think wherever Kawhi goes, I think he kind of wants to be be the guy. Mm-hmm. He wants to be the man. Well, what about a secondary star? You know, like a Jimmy Butler or something like that. Uh, let me let me say say this about the Clippers too. Really, he can succeed on that team and have a guy like Montrez Harrell, who would be a just a perfect complimentary piece. They the Clippers are a team that would just be fantastic because he can still be the guy and still have a lot of pieces around him. And it, it, I just think it would work really well. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have two max spots, so get ready. Yeah, you can't win a championship by yourself though. In this yeah. league, in this day and age, you've got to have another star. So yeah. unless Kawhi is literally just focusing on his lifestyle, then yeah, yeah, sure, be the man in L.A. But, like, if you want to win, which is what he's saying right now, then you've got to have another star. Yeah. That's a given. If he's going to L.A., they're signing another max player. They've got two max spots. Kimba Walker, maybe? I'm kind of saying the Kimba going to New York. With KD, Kyrie going to Brooklyn. That's kind uh, of home with there. Well, Kyrie and KD are like BFS. And I think that ship has sailed. I don't know. I think an Anthony Davis trade, I think that's going to throw a wrench in this whole free agency thing because New York can offer him the best package. If yeah, he's straight to New York, then Kevin Durant will sign. That's yeah. two big guys, but then you have no, like, literally no uh, young depth at all. I think the moral of this conversation is really, I think free agency decisions have already pretty much been made. We just kind of have to wait and see. My prediction would be KD, Kimba, and AD in New York, Kawhi and the Clippers, Kyrie in Brooklyn. And um, Brooklyn that's pretty- some big names would be fun. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think so. I mean, he's a New Jersey kid. You got to remember that. And yeah. I understand that going back home isn't a good argument because people said that whenever KD was going to, um, oh, he's going to go back and play with the Wizards. No, that's not. That's not what it is. And what it is, why we want to go to Brooklyn is he wants to be his own guy. He wants a fresh new system. And they've got a great contract situation going around them where they can really move forward with a bunch of great young role players. Um, Brooklyn is a very, very interesting piece. They're definitely the third most interesting team up and coming behind uh the Los Angeles Clippers, and then I guess you could say the New York Knicks. Kyrie going yeah. to Kyrie going to Brooklyn would be the most tragic end for this Celtics saga. Uh, after they completely ransacked that team, uh, for, you know, for Paul for Paul Pierce and Garnett, just to see it all fall apart, you know, in Boston, and have the one piece that they ended up using that haul on go to the team that they that had all the assets that they got would just be. That would just be a hilarious way for that to end. Mm-hmm. I can also perfect see. revenge. Yeah, Kyrie could go to L.A. too. I think. I think the Lakers, no. Brooklyn, are probably my two guesses. I think there's yeah. no way in hell he goes back, crawling back to LeBron. Uh, yeah, you know I agree. I agree. Really like, I'm saying Brooklyn is my. That's my pick. I'm putting my foot down on that. Yeah, yeah I, I, either I'm, the New York teams. Yeah. Do we think anyone goes out to LA with LeBron after all of this, you know, did stuff you, did, leaking about how much of a disaster things have? Did done? you read the article this morning? Absolutely. There's no free agent that's going to go there. Zero. None. Well, no free agent. That's, yeah. That's what I've been saying for 
ever. I mean, I think in the first or second pod, I was saying, I was like, guys, like, read the writing on the wall. Like, these players aren't going to sign there. Kevin Durant won't. Kawhi won't. Kyrie won't. You know, Clay's going to sign with Golden State the minute the free agency opens up. I mean, I think the only realistic options would be like Kimba or Jimmy Butler. Jimmy's your best shot. I think Jimmy is definitely your best shot. And you're right. I mean, you could see that things were bad. But I think today has really revealed just how bad it has been in L.A. It's it's an absolute disaster, the likes of which we've only really seen in New York, I think. This is like this is Knicks level dysfunction. Yeah, which is that's incredible that the league's, you know, top two of the top three flagship, you know, big market teams are just that utterly disgustingly dysfunctional. Well, I mean, it's 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 comes from years of just like you know what we're New York, we have all the money, we can do what we want, and it leads to mismanagement. They aren't they aren't being smart with how they how they handle their you know their money and. You know, you look at the two kind of second, what people would consider to be the secondary auxiliary franchises in the Clippers and Nets. And they've, I mean, they have made some really smart, shrewd moves despite their market size, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, that's definitely, I mean, that's definitely something to, to be impressed with. Uh, but, mm-hmm. all righty. Okay. So I think that pretty much wraps up uh, the preview pod. So, Guys, have uh, any last words I want to say before we bounce? Uh, there's so much to talk uh, about in the NBA. We'll come out with an episode of Thunder Draft Talk and a little bit of free agency preview, I'm sure, soon. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I'll be back. One last question right before we go. Who wins game one? Golden State. Golden State. Golden State. Easy. I'm going Toronto. Okay. Golden State's also uh, they're they're underdogs going into this, which is interesting in Vegas. I be, I thought I believe last time I saw the line it was Warriors plus one. Hmm. So pretty interesting, but yeah. Well, thank you guys all so much for listening to us. Uh, we will be with you all summer with tons of content. You know, we got our weekly series going on. Uh, you know, whenever things things get a little dry, so. Like keep on checking that out, um, and uh, we'll probably might even do a little OU softball pod here. I don't know, Jameson. That could be yes. fun. Yes. Uh, once things actually, the thing is, like with OU softball right now, they're so good that it's hard to say stuff about them right now. Oh, there's uh, so many great things. They, they I mean, you, they absolutely just demolished Northwestern. Mm-hmm. But, I'm, I'm excited. I got to go out to a game here pretty soon. I want to try to get tickets to the Friday game. Yeah, I'm definitely looking into that as well. So, you know, it's Oklahoma State, maybe. Oh, yeah. No, that Bedlam Women's College World Series. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll have some softball talk later. Yeah, yeah sure. Y'all love to check that out. So um, please rate us five stars. Give us some reviews. We love them. Um, thank you so much for listening. This has been our uh we're off the wagon finals preview, and I guess go Raptors. We the North. I don't know. Kind of want to be. We don't. We don't. We don't want the Dubs to win. So we'll do that. Let's go Raps. Oh Canada. <laughs> <laughs>